It's time for a bonus pod, oh, bitches. Welcome to is. the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Bonus pod, bonus where we talk bonus about pod, fitness, bonus food, bonus motivation, bonus and bonus general bike. angry rants from the fat man himself, yeah. Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Here is your host, Stretch. Uh, I am your host. I am the Stretch. And this, my friends, is Fat to Fit or Else. Welcome to it. Bonus pod for a Thursday and a lot to talk about today on the bonus pod. Uh, let's start with something I just did a moments ago, and I filmed it, and you will see it up on the Instagram and the Facebook today. I just made some quote unquote, I want to throw up the uh, signs, the uh, quote, healthy cookies. I just made some. Is there such a thing? Um, they're definitely healthier than your typical cookie, and they were all right. I, I would make them again when you're fat and you're on a diet and you're craving something, you know, sweet or just there's nothing better than a warm cookie or like a warm donut. There's pastries and desserts. I don't know what it is, but when they're fresh out of the oven, they're delicious. And uh, they were three ingredient peanut butter cookies is what they were supposed to be. But I didn't use peanut butter. I used almond butter that I had which was a little healthier option for the stuff I had. We have like straight up Jiffy garbage peanut butter or almond butter, and almond butter is always going to be healthier than Jiffy. So I used that instead. And it was just the three ingredients were, uh, I saw it on the internet and then I tweaked it. They uh, On the internet, they used real maple syrup, and that's loaded with sugar. I used my sugar-free maple syrup, which I'm a big fan of. I've really liked it because... I have some keto pancake uh, mix that I make, these pumpkin pancakes that have been really good, and I love uh, using my sugar-free maple syrup on those, and they are delicious when I make them. So very, very awesome to have, and then I've been using them to sweeten things, and if I have something that I want to put a little sweetener in, rather than go for the fake sugar, I will throw in the sugar-free maple syrup, and that gives it just that maple syrupy flavor, which is really good, but the uh, the ingredients are three ingredients. It was a cup of almond flour and a quarter cup of peanut butter or nut butter of your choice and a third cup of they had real maple sugar, which if you're not a diabetic or a fat person who is going to torture their freaking body for not uh, falling into line <laughs> on challenges every week, you could probably go ahead and throw in the real maple syrup. But I used the sugar-free, and then I... Uh, put them in the oven for 350 for 10 minutes. And I will give you this out of every diet cookie, let's just say, or healthy quote cookie I've ever made. They had the best consistency. They tasted um, all right. They obviously weren't incredibly sweet, but they definitely had the right texture. They they came out like hard, like a cookie. And, and, and they, I was very pleased with that because most of the times, you know, if you've ever cooked with coconut uh, flour that sh just crumbles all the hell. The second you bite it, you make a cookie, and you're like, "Oh, that looks all right." You bite it, and it's crush all down the front of you. But uh, almond flour is a little better, and I know the only way to really that I found to cook with coconut flour is to dump a couple of eggs in it. But then you get kind of cakey, and it's you can't really do cookies with it. Uh, another cookie that's good, but right now I wouldn't do because of the carb factor, is the when you just take oatmeal. Mash it up with a banana uh, and some applesauce, and then put I put sugar-free chocolate chips in it and bake that, and it's 
those are really good. And it's got no flour in it at all. No kind of flour, not even a nut flour. But uh, that those are pretty good. And you just cook them till they're kind of crunchy. And those are all right as well. But I'll put that video up today. It will be on the Instagram as this bonus pod hits the airwaves across the world. Shout out to everyone that is listening. I appreciate you guys. And shout out to everyone that's contributed on the punishments. I'm glad that people are playing. I will tell you, though, there is a clear-cut winner, and it is uh, no surprise. Well, it's a surprise that, that they're playing, but but then not a surprise that it's the Mean Spiral Lady. The Mean Spiral Lady is the winner of picking the punishment for October. Remember, we're going October, and you guys know that I love Spira. Um, I don't think it's mutual. I know I love Spira. I think Spira tolerates me. And I, I, they're they're cool with the videos and everything, and they they're they're watching because remember I I can't like embarrass a brand or anything like that, and they've got amazing shoes. I I rave about the Wave Maxes, and that's how this whole thing started because I am such a fan of the Wave Maxes, and that's how this relationship started. Uh, uh, they're tolerating me as of now. They are not appreciative of me going there for meetings and then running into their showroom and filming little videos and jumping around on things and doing things. They're not, that's not like, they're not real excited about that. I don't think, you know, they're going to like get rid of me over it. But at the same time, they're like, can you just behave when you're here? Like a-hole? I'm like, no, it's not what I do. I don't behave. It's not my thing. Even though I'm trying to be a better person, uh, that's not in the... You know, that's not in the card, so to speak. So I got a a, a nice conversation with the Spiral Lady, who I actually do uh, love the Spiral Lady very much, even if she is the mean Spiral Lady. But she was like, oh, I have your challenge. And I'm like, oh, really? And she goes, yeah. If Since it's an entire month, it's got to be something good. And she said, if you fail this challenge in October, you have to do – she uh, started with a, a freaking – like a mud run, a 5K mud run. Have you seen those? The Spartan run, the, the, the what you call it? And, and then we found one in November that's out in Temecula. So if I fail, challenge is accepted. There is a 5K mud run obstacle course in Temecula on November 18th. If I fail this challenge, I will be doing that and filming it. And let me tell you how effing bad i don't want to do that i don't want to do that and there's a bonus option here uh the boy is i was thinking i had to pay to have him come so he could film it but that might not be the the case because i know he's going into professional wrestling here very soon remember actors gotta work and they can wrestle just ask the rock just ask uh john cena who are wrestling because they uh, can't act right now. But uh, the boy's doing something like that, and it's in November, so I can't um, – I, I, I probably can't bring him. I'm going to have to do it myself. But Rocky, who we'll get to in a second, my friend Rocky, uh, Rocky said, oh, no, just tape your phone, get a, wear a helmet. He goes, because people get effed up on those things, and then you just tape a helmet to it and uh, run it, and it'll be hysterical. Oh, great. Thanks, Rocky. And by the way, Rocky, we're going to get to in a moment. Uh, and then speaking of my son, 
who is not the Mean Spiral Lady, but shout out to the Mean Spiral Lady. You know what sucks? I, I couldn't uh, award her a pair of uh, Spiral Wave Maxes because I think she's got some. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. So uh, uh, she's the winner, though. Definitely the winner. Like, maybe I'll be nicer to her for a, a half a day or two days, maybe a day. Yeah, day. Friday. i am be nice to the Spiral Lady on Friday. i am be super nice to the Spiral Lady on Friday. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, but she is is the winner. Now, my son also came up with one, and I like his, and his I am going to use for sure the next time I do a weight loss one because it's another torturous thing that I really don't want to do, and I will tell you stories about this place. If you know the stairs over in Santa Monica, they are very near my house, and it's... I don't know, eight or nine flights of stairs on the side of a hill and people just work out there all day, every day. And what's funny is I've walked them before many a times. And and typically when you're walking them and you're like, uh, 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 and your calves are on fire and you're trying to walk up all these stairs, there will be some like 89 pound lady that'll just sprint by you. She'll pass me three times on my one way up. And I'm like, half this place. But it is a... I noticed that for hiking, and there are a lot of things that lend themselves to smaller-framed people. A big, giant 300-pounder like myself is not wanting to do stairs. So if I said I would do the stairs one time for every pound I fail, that that's a definite possibility coming up here on on a, uh, for another challenge. So uh, that one came from the boy. I thought for sure he would want to uh, put me through a table or like jump off a steel cage onto my head or something, but uh, that wasn't the case. So he did that. Now let's get to Rocky. And, and by the way, the, the Spire Lady, that, that's a great one too, because I don't know if you guys know about those mud runs. I know I, I, I laugh at those people because I'm like, you people are idiots. And I know people that have done them and gotten hurt. And in fact, when I talked to Rocky, who we're about to talk about, Rocky said, oh, yeah, my buddy did that and blew his shoulder out. And he was supposed to go on vacation the next week and he couldn't travel because he got so screwed up doing one of those things on those damn obstacle courses. I'm like, yeah, that'd be me. That's all I need is to get hurt and then screw myself on the overall fat to fit or else uh, challenges. So that'll be that. But speaking of Rocky, let me go back to the text message I woke up to um, yesterday morning. From my friend Rocky. And I've been friends. Here's a, a weird story about Rocky. Rocky is a guy that I am very good friends with and have. I met Rocky when I was at WPLJ in New York. When I was there, when I went there after Pirate Radio with Scott Shannon. And I was a part of that morning show. Rocky was working with the morning show. We displaced that they moved from mornings to afternoons for a guy named Rocky. Uh and I met Rocky then, but everyone, you're so busy in your own world then that, that I knew Rocky, but but we weren't like super tight, but, but I did know him then, and that's when I met Rocky. Now, this is where the world gets bizarre. After PLJ, I came back to L.A. Rocky, I believe, went to uh, Connecticut and started working up there. He met a guy in Connecticut named Apple. Now, if you know the Stretch Show, you have heard Apple's stories. They are legendary. Apple is my friend, the Jinx, whom everything bad happens to. I could do five podcasts on all of the bad things that have happened to my friend Apple, who ended up... So I met Rocky, then Rocky went and met Apple, and I believe they were roommates in Connecticut as well. 
And then after that, Apple left and went to L.A. I then met Apple in L.A. at The Beat when I was producing Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. And Apple came in to be the imaging guy at The Beat here. And that's when I met Apple. And then Apple became like part of my effing family. And then Apple moved back to New York. And then I ended up, after um, a star in the Jamie Jack and Stint show ended, going to work at Sirius with Apple, who was there with Apple, his old roommate Rocky, and a bunch of his crew. And then I'm in New York working with those guys a lot of the times. I did most of my stuff from L.A., but then uh, then I kind of reunited with Rocky there and have been friends with all those guys ever since. And Rocky and Apple at that time were roommates. Now they're both married and off uh, living the miserable life of married people. Now, I just say that because my, that's my story, but they're, they're probably not. So anyway... Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and now Rock lives in uh, D.C. and Apple is back in New York at Sirius XM again. So that is the strange story of those guys. But uh, we've all been good friends for a very long time and we have done a lot of projects together and stuff. And I still talk to these guys all the time. So uh, Rock has been into this project of the Fat to Fit or Else project and he's checked out the podcast and he hits me back and he says, this is a long he goes, all right. I know he goes, I, I see you need some challenges. So let's go through all of them. And some of these are really good. There's one in particular that I'm definitely, definitely doing, but he gave me like 10. He wants me to go on TikTok and do the trending dance. And and I was thinking about doing that um, and doing it as uh, a big sweetness. I was thinking about doing that. So I like that one too. That one's definitely on the table. He says, go uh, grab a guitar, go to a popular... Uh, uh, like Parker Beach, put a hat out to collect funds and sing and <laughs> about fat to fit or else, and you can't stop until you get enough money to pay uh, however much it was. So, he, for instance, if I missed by two and a half pounds, I couldn't stop singing at the beach until I had two dollars and fifty cents in my hat. I have a feeling that would be I would be there all weekend. I don't think I I could earn that money, and I also can't sing, so I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, then he says, convert your goal weight to minutes. Uh, spend that long going door to door telling people about your podcast. Now, that's funny, too. Other than the fact I hate people coming to my door. Uh, if I had to go door to door, I would expect someone to shoot me. Then if you see me, you're not going to open your door. You're like, there's a big, scary monster at my door. I'm not opening the door. He's he's uh, um, it's one of those Mormon dudes. They wouldn't want to open the door for me. That'd see me, my little tie on, short sleeve shirt, rocking it out. Uh, he says live stream that going door to door, which would be funny. Um, then he says, go to the mountains and find a cold lake and then skinny dip. I can do that. And um, there is a place because my wife's family has a big old cabin up in the mountains that we never use. Never. They do. We don't. My wife was like, it's cold there. I don't want to go. It's called a cabin. It's in the mountains. You go there when it's cold. No. I didn't want to. No. All right. Anyway, so here's one that I'm definitely doing, and I love this one. This one came from Rock. He said, uh, blindfold, no shoes on, set a timer to the uh, amount of, uh, you know, however you missed the goal by or whatever it is. And he said, give uh, Duke an air horn and have him randomly blow it at me to keep me moving and basically walk around in a room with Legos on the floor, which is funny, and that shows me too. Rocky now has, he has two little boys. And that cannot be easy because they're close in age. So 
that is a battle. If you have one little boy, you know the horror of walking around stepping on Legos. I couldn't imagine a house with two. I had more step. I would step on Legos. I did have that with uh, Duke, but I also had action figures and Hot Wheels. And you would get up in like the middle of the night and go walking across the house and then I step on that and it got it. You're not ready for it. It, it hurt. I, I don't know what it is because Legos aren't sharp, but something about stepping on one with no shoes and socks on is brutal. So we could definitely do that. And speaking of that, having that happen to me so many times in this room, I am doing in the man cave right now where I am doing the uh, fat to fit or else podcast. There is a huge box of Legos in here that are left over from my son's childhood. I went into the garage and I was like, Oh man, these are going to my wife has a very, very big tendency to throw shit away. That's not hers. And I was like, these are actually where there's, hundreds of dollars of Legos here and they're in a big box. So I just brought it in and now it's been sitting in here, but I have a huge box of Legos and we can easily do that. I'm sure if I look around, there's some damn wrestling action figures too. I could throw on the floor just for good measure and step on those as well. But uh, I do like that. That one I'm doing for sure. Cause I think every parent can identify with it. If you have a die with my daughter, that would happen once in a while you'd walk around, but her toys seem to be like dolls and they weren't as hard and, it wasn't as bad with my daughter as it was with my son of walking around stepping on effing toys, man. Uh, hold on, Rock's got more. Rock's out to kill me. Uh, then he says, spend an hour on Snapchat. Uh, tell everyone that comes on that you uh, to motivate uh, to be their best self and you do it as big sweetness. So basically sit on Snapchat for an hour uh, live streaming and giving people fitness advice. As a big fat ass wrestler. Uh, so some of this we're doing. We're doing. I thousand percent am doing the Lego challenge for sure. We are doing that because that is effing hysterical. But shout out to uh, my buddy Rock and to um, the boy for coming through with the with the stair one because those are gnarly, gnarly. And also to the uh, mean spiral lady who is. Uh, the winner of this week, because I and you know it's weird. I just told her yesterday. Oh no, I'm doing that. Like that's in. I'm done. I'm taking that challenge. I'm taking that. And then I thought, what the f are you doing, Stretch? But she has a very good point when she said it's an entire month. You're supposed to do something completely miserable if you fail. Okay, that's completely miserable. Doing a mutter because I can't run either. That's another thing. I'm I'm done. I have bad knees. I last time I ran a five k was probably, jeez, nine, ten years ago. I ran a few. I went with my wife, was really into running. My wife would run half marathons, and I did a couple 5K. I was like, I'll do a 5K with you. And the pain I was in from shin splints and everything, that was before, that also might have been what brought on my plantar fasciitis, my fat ass running. That just was not meant to be. And... Uh, that's when all of that started to really flare up, and that was the initial beginning of all of that. But I did run. I'm looking at my medals right now. I've got medals hanging up from uh, running a couple of 5Ks. So here's another story about these stairs over in Santa Monica, the famous stairs. At one of the rehabs I worked at, all of the rehabs I worked at were very high-end, fancy, and if you were there, you were paying a ton of money, and typically... They let you do a lot of really cool stuff. Now, the clients would be like, I want to go work out in the gym, and I, I got to get away, and I want to do this. And they would say, I want to go do the stairs. And I remember there was this kid. He was a good kid. And 
They said, uh, uh, Stretch, take this kid and take him to the Santa Monica stairs and do the stairs with him. This kid was 23 years old. And I'm like, okay, we're going to the stairs. And I liked him, and I had a very good rapport with this kid. And we got over there, and we started to uh, go up the stairs. And then I stopped him, and I'm like, listen, here's the deal. I'm going to do these stairs with you. I'm going to walk with you down and up. And I'm going to go to the top, and then that's it for me. And I'm not doing anymore. And here's the deal. I'm so I'm here to watch you. If you take off, when I find you, I am going to beat the living shit out of you. And he's like, <laughs> I swear, this is a true story. I'm like, if you take off and go do some dumb shittery somewhere and I got to hunt you down, I will find you and I will get you. And eventually you will be back at the at the rehab and I will beat the living shit out of you. I will take you off campus and I will beat your ass. And he's looking at me like, and I'm like, I'm not playing around, but I'm also not running these stairs. He's a fit 23-year-old kid. He goes, I swear, I'm not going to run. I swear, I just want to work out. And I'm like, okay. And then I timed it, and then I would look at my watch, and I'd be like, all right, you're going down. I'm going to give you, like, whatever. I was like, you got eight minutes. At eight minutes, I'm coming looking for you. If you make me come look for you, I might just punch you when I catch you just for slacking off and making me come through these stairs again. And sure enough, he was on point, and he did his thing. And uh, uh tragic uh, ending to this story is a very short time after that, he, he fell in love with a, another girl who was a celebrity that was in the rehab with us at that time. And they were dating and they were, they were a cool couple and everyone loved both of them. They were great kids. And then he relapsed. And um, here's a crazy real story. He shot up with heroin after he got out, and he shot so much up. And here's the thing: when when I and I talk about this, the the relapse is so deadly because when you go to rehab and you go through, you become mortal again. You become your tolerance is low. You're talking about people that could literally do enough drugs that you know it would kill a freaking elephant, and they would be fine because their tolerance became so high from all the years of abuse, and. When they get out, a lot of times they relapse and they go and they do a, a, a large amount like they had done before when they were using regularly before they had detox and gotten sober. And he did that and they found him um, initially passed out in the kitchen where he had shot up and he collapsed when he shot up because he did so much initially that and he was like that for they don't know how however many hours and he lost the use of his legs at that point because the blood was cut off the way he ended up. Literally, he lost the use of his legs for a while. Next time I saw him, he was back in rehab and walking on like a walker, crutches things, like uh, like a polio person would use the, the things that are on your arms, and that's how he was getting around. And this, this kid, by the way, when we got him, was a college athlete. And then uh, uh, since then has now deceased because the next time he relapsed, he got fentanyl, and that was the end of that kid's life. That, that's one of the kids. I remember there's a few of those clients that would pass away that I literally, you would cry. You would shed tears over those people, and that's one of them because that was such a tragic thing. That kid was a good kid. He had a great heart. 
He had a, a, an addiction that he couldn't shake. And, 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 you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And people, especially young people, really don't want to be sober. They're like, I'm never going to party or drink or my rest of my life. And I'm 23. I just, you know, this is BS. And then I'll be fine. Or I'll just do this. Or I'll just do drugs and I won't drink or whatever it is. And it's all BS. And they're all massive liars and manipulators and a lot of times especially with fentanyl on the scene a lot of these people die and it is heartbreaking and i remember going through that with that kid and he was a great kid so that that is that is a memory too that there are things that i go to uh, i lost a client one time at LAX and they died they literally died and this was a repeat client who i knew and and i was kind of excited to see them again even though you're pissed that they're coming back to rehab and that they have relapsed but that's part of the process and uh i ended up uh i'm still to this day i know exactly what gate it was it's in the american airlines terminal and i was brought out there by the police it was a horrible story i've told it before but crazy awful day and then the next flight I took, I came in on that gate, and I was like, no, I'm coming in that gate. That's the gate. Really? They overdosed on the flight and died uh, coming back into rehab. So that crap is real, man. And if you got that in your life, I, I will shout out to you. I know that is not easy. And I, um, I, I'm a sober person because of that. Really, really. Like, I went there. I'm had no issues with drugs or alcohol. I was not an addict. I am not an addict. Never was an addict, but I stopped drinking completely uh, just because I'm like, man, I know the, the, the it's real. It is a disease, and people can't have just a drink. And I'm like, you know what? For all my friends that can't have one, I'm going to have none. And I've never drank another day of my life since I, I just stopped. It, it was weird as I didn't know I stopped, to be honest with you. I didn't. I had respect for my job, and I didn't ever want to show up at work like after partying the night before. So I just stopped drinking while I was working at rehab, and then I thought, you know what? I, I don't miss it. My restaurant bills are a lot cheaper. I don't feel like crap. Uh, and every time I get drunk, I'd be like hungover for a day or two. And then I was like, you know what? As a tribute to all of those that we lost along the way, I'm not going to drink anymore, and I have not, and I will not. So. Rest in peace to those people. Now I brought everybody down. I bummed everybody out. Uh, but that is uh, some real deal stories right there. And I am. Oh, and I got another uh, little hit from my doctor tonight. I got an email from my doctor, my, my hot young doctor. And, um, you know, I want to read it to you. Hold on. Get, spare with me a moment while I pull this one up because it's really good. It's really, really good to get um, emails like this. When, especially when you're stretch and it's just kind of your thing to, to be an a-hole. Um, if you guys are aware, I'm, I'm a little bit of an a-hole, a little bit of a gloater. Trying to be a better person doesn't mean I'm successful. Just like people try to get sober doesn't mean they're successful. Sometimes it takes multiple, multiple, multiple tries before you get successful. So don't judge me. I'm, I'm trying to be better. But my doctor, remember I told you originally that my, my liver test was bad. And it came back that it was... And then I found out, oh, no, no, it's it's good. Well, the doctor finally got into all of that, and she sent me a note tonight, and I will read it to you. It says, hi, Mike. That's my real name. 
Um, she said, all the blood work looks great. Let's continue with the Ozempic at, at one milligram, which is what I take. Let's continue with all of your other meds as we've been taking them. And you were right about the liver enzyme. It improved. So we can hold off on that test. <laughs> ah! I was right. I was right. I did it two months. I beat fatty liver disease in two months. And I've overcome diabetes in two months with a whole lot of drugs and a really good doctor. And uh, everything else is coming around. A uh, heart appointment was right before... I did the last podcast, I guess, on Monday night or Tuesday night, whatever that was. And then the next morning I had the heart doctor appointment. All those tests are in and everything is good. And let me tell you something. I'm going to be all right now. I'm going to be a little honest. I'm a little butthurt. Everyone just assumes, oh, yeah, fat ass is going to have a heart attack and fat ass is going to die of a heart attack. You fatty Vaughn fat fat. And this is my wife and my kids and my family members. They're all, oh, yeah, fat ass. Okay, what? My brother had a heart thing, and I went to go see him. And he's like, hey, when are you having an open-heart surgery? And I'm like, go F you. <laughs> My brother and I have this, this uh, like, I'm not kidding. Our oldest brother died. Drugs were involved. And he died. And then I called our other brother and said, hey, you're next. <laughs> I swear. It's it's a sick world, but it's, it's how we roll. And... Uh, even my brother told like, when you have an Omar surgery, I'm like, I'm not having an Omar surgery. She's like, you're big and fat. A big fat people have bad hearts. You're totally going to die. I'm like, man. And then my mom just had the heart attack, which freaked me out. So I went in for that test. Uh, my uncle passed away a couple years ago now from heart disease, which he had forever. My grandmother died from heart disease and it's, it runs in the family and it's thick. So they were, everyone is like, yeah, you know, you better go get checked. Fatty, fat, fat. Fatty McFat Fat, Fat Face. Fatty McFat Fat, have a heart attack on the heart attack grill. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You're eating a heart attack right there. That's what they're all saying to me. That's what they're all thinking. Well, screw you. I'm the only one in my whole family that doesn't have any heart issues, apparently. Knock on wood. Uh, there was... Everything was normal. Everything was normal. The original time I went in, they said I had a calcium deposit in my heart in one part, but it wasn't to be worried about. And that was two years ago. That was right before the pandemic. And they did that test and they said, so that's three years ago. And they said, yeah, uh, that's grown, but not enough to worry about. So you're fine. You're free. So I am free and my heart is good and I'm ready to do a mud run if I have to. But I promise you, I am in the gym pushing weight. I'm throwing weight like a mofo. You know why? Because I do not want to do a mud run and I will get hurt because I'm a big buffoon. <sighs> so if you guys hear, if you heard any of the uh, challenges and you'd like to see one up next, uh, let me know which one you'd like to see. Or if you've got an idea, hit me on the DM tip. But we have got a bunch in the bank now that we'll be uh, going forward with. And shout out to uh, Spira people. Don't forget, if you go to Spira.com, you can use Fit10 at checkout and you can get um, 10% off and then they know you came from fat to fit or else you came from the stretch show. They know you're my people. So that is much appreciated that more than anything. That's just bragging rights. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming from the stretch show. What? Oh yeah. That's what I say. And they're like, yeah, shut up, fat idiot. Sit down. Like, We're not giving you any more shoes. I'll be like, what, what, say what? I got my other ones dirty. Yo. <laughs> 
Ah, I got to go pack my lunch and get ready for work tomorrow. I do have a real job. I posted a video from Real Job yesterday. It was me doing my shoulder exercise that I, I got. I, I love those rubber bands I bought. I bought them at Big Five. I seriously keep one at my desk, and I just do that those two exercises periodically throughout the day along with the foot stretch things for my calves, which have definitely helped. I have a thing that I put over the toe of my boot, and I just pull back as hard as I can and just torque my um, calf muscle. And it feels really good, and that's helping. And that little shoulder thing is helping. My right shoulder is still very injured, and every time I lift uh, pretty heavy, I feel it, and I feel it the next day, and right now I am making. In fact, I came home, and last night only did a walk because my body is aching after working out hard on Monday and Tuesday at the gym. And I knew I'm like, all right, I'm going to take it easy. I can't get hurt. That's another thing. If I get hurt before I can throw up uh, three plates on each side, bam, six plates, I am going to definitely fail the challenge. And my ass is going to be in a mud run in mid-November running around in Temecula like a dumbass. And I don't want that to happen. So pray for me. That's what I say. <laughs> Actually, you guys will pray against me. Don't pray because I don't want you guys to doom me so that I have to do it. Because all of you are evil. Everyone here is like a mean spiral lady is what you are. All of you. All of you. Yeah. You're not kidding me. I'm going to get out of this challenge. I'm going to throw that weight around like a G is what I'm going to do. I will talk to you guys again next week. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, be good to each other. And be sure to get your exercise on. Watch your diet. Cut some calories. Whatever it is. Every little bit helps, and it is, in the long run, just going to be better for you. So I will talk to you again next week.